0: So long, Whistler TRX100 and TRX200. How you doing? My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and this is Scanner School. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. Now, just a few days ago from recording this, Whistler dropped the bomb on the TRX100 and 200 scanners, and we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. But what does this mean for Whistler? Why do you think this happened? And what does this mean for the scanner radio hobby. Well, as usual, this session of Scanner School sponsored by eastcoastpagers.com. East Coast Pagers is the Unication Apollo Swiss phone dealer serving the US market. East Coast Pagers sells numeric and alphanumeric products as well as today's most advanced voiced pagers used by many fire departments. So if you purchase a Swiss phone or Unication voice pager, we'll include a spare belt clip and also ship it out to you free complimentary programming is available and we'll also get you a custom quote with the best price for yourself or for your department so contact eastcoastpagers.com eastcoastpagers.com welcome to the scanner school a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby class is about to begin here is your host phil lichtenberger So how you doing, everyone? My name is Phil Lichtenberger. My amateur call signs W2LAE. And this is session number 68 of the Scanner School podcast. So as usual, all the session notes are on our website at scannerschool.com slash session 68. And like I said, just last week, will be two weeks from the time you're actually listening to this, Whistler dropped it. They just came out and said that there's no more that's nothing is progressing anymore on the TRX 100 and 200. So again, that was March 29th, 2019. Whistler Wendy, she took to radio reference. That's the official spokesperson for Whistler. And this is what she had to say. Hi, guys. I want to let you know that we have discontinued our development of the TRX 100 and 200. as it was not meeting the expectations of the level of scanner that we were hoping to bring to you. We have high expectations for our scanners, and we never want to disappoint our customers. So sometimes we have to make difficult decisions. The good news is we are dedicated to the scanner industry, and we will already have several new projects on tap for the future. So stay tuned. Keep scanning, Whistler, Wendy. So we're looking at it, and obviously that's it. You know, they, they closed the door right now for the TRX 100 and 200. But it's interesting because they do say right here that they have other new projects on tap for the future. So, what does that mean? I really don't know. But it makes you wonder, though, why Whistler could not continue with the TRX 100 and 200. So, let's take a look at the initial post by Whistler Wendy way back on May 17th, 2018. That's 11 months ago, a little bit more than 11 months ago from when they decided to cease the TRX-100. So again, this post is from May 17th, 2018. Again, Whistler Wendy on Radio Reference. And she writes, Whistler to launch the new LSM-capable scanners. Bentonville, Arkansas. May 17th, 2018. The Whistler Group Incorporated, a leading industry supplier of -of state-of-the-art mobile electronics, announced today that they are in development of two new scanner models, the TRX100 and the TRX200. Over the last 12 months, Whistler has listened to our customers and has worked to bring them what they have requested most, said Wendy Taylor, Marketing Director, Director at Whistler. I am pleased to say that we are in development of the TRX100 handheld and the TRX200 desktop mobile scanners, which will feature an IQ demodulator and an A2DP Bluetooth transceiver. So until now, traditional scanners have not had the ability to handle QPSK, a modulation scheme, Generated by Phase One and Phase Two simulcast systems, as well as a result, have fallen short when attempting to demodulate these signals, resulting in poor reception and intelligible voice. With the addition of the IQ demodulator, the TRX 100 and 200 will outperform traditional scanners during weak signal conditions and linear simulcast modulations (LSM), an issue that has plagued many customers. Additionally, the A2DP Bluetooth transceiver will enable customers to pair common Bluetooth devices such as their favorite headphones or speakers for a completely wireless user experience in the home or on the go. The Bluetooth transceiver also opens up new opportunities for Whistler to partner with third-party developers to create virtual scanner apps which would allow the user to control the scanner remotely. Like the TRX-1 and the TRX-2, not only will these new models decode all major digital voice modes, including P25 Phase 1 and Phase 2, they will also include DMR and NXDN at no additional cost to the customer. The TRX-100 and 200 will also include advanced features you have come to trust from Whistler Scanner, and they list as a full backlit alphanumeric keypad, Scan, pause, select, and navigation controls. All U.S., Canada services and frequencies pre-programmed into the included SD card. Upgradable CPU, DSP, and library. Store favorite scan list. Easy scan PC software. Permits recording by scannable object and saves it into a Windows-compatible audio file. Clock and calendar function adds date and time to the recordings. Dedicated SkyWarn weather button. Spectrum sweeper. Programmable audio and visual Alert system. The TRX 100 and the TRX 200 will begin shipping Q4, 2018. And that is the well written and probably multi edited publication press release that Whistler put out again, May 17th, 2018. And the death date was March. 29th, 2019. A lot of stuff in there that sounded really, really, really good. So, what do I think here? So now, not only would this have made the TRX100 and the TRX200 a nice upgrade from the TRX1 and the TRX2, but it would have been really stiff competition for the SDS, and uh, SDS100 and 200 by Uniden. Don't forget, this press release came out on the heels of Uniden coming out with their release uh, notification of the SDS-100 and 200. This was kind of like a, well, we're coming up with something too, kind of press release. But it's a real shame because it looked like Whistler did a great job at listening to what the scanner community wanted and needed. I mean, for a long time, the forums over at Radio Reference have been, you know, we need a scanner that's got Bluetooth. That that was one of those things. Oh, maybe we'll have, you know, a clock. That was always a big thing, the clock, the clock, the clock. And then it became Bluetooth, Bluetooth, Bluetooth. But they also not only hinted that, okay, you can use Bluetooth for listening. Whistler hinted at, not the users complaining. But the ability to use a third-party app over Bluetooth to remote control the scanner as well. So does this take a poke at Uniden and their buggy siren iOS app and their non-existent but promised Android app? Whistler had an amazing sounding product that was set to be released by the end of last year. And we are now into the second quarter of 2019. So just like the United SDS series, the new TRX radios would have been built around the IQ receiver that shines in LSM and simulcast environments. But why did the TRX 100 and 200 fail to get off the ground? Well, obviously, I've got my thoughts on this. And let's take a brief look back at Whistler and their scanner radio routes. Because remember, Whistler is kind of new to the scanner radio market. So let's look at GRE or General Research of Electronics Incorporated. GRE, now according to Wikipedia, GRE was created in 1961 in Tokyo, Japan. Their US division, GRE America, opened in 1977. GRE made several electronic products including scanner radios, and not only did GRE make scanners under their own brand, but they also made scanners for Radio Shack. And just about every scanner that RadioShack sold had a GRE counterpart or GRE internal guts to it. Now, it's true that Uniden also made some scanners for RadioShack, but a majority of the scanners out there were GRE-type scanners. But sadly, on October 23rd, 2012, GRE posted the following notice on their website. To our valued dealers and customers, due to circumstances beyond its control, General Research of Electronics of Japan, is temporarily not able to manufacture the GRE and and Shack branded radio scanners. The Chinese government's plan to redevelop the area where GRE factory has been in operation for over 10 years finally forced its closure. Anticipating this eventually, GRE was in the process of building a new factory but unfortunately, the cost of raw materials, labor, and increased taxes created a heavy financial investment burden that could not be effectively recovered. GRE America continues to market, support, and service the GRECOM branded scanners, and it's con- tra- uh, contractually committed to keep the library database updated and current. GRE America will continue to market, service, and support Elinco's radio products without any interruption. We sincerely apologize for this unfortunate turn of events. GRE is proceeding to establish a contract with a new factory, and it believes it will be able to restart the manufacturing in the near future. For continued sales, service, and support, please contact GRE America Office. Ray Gounder, Director of Sales, GRE America Inc. So again, this notice came out two years prior to GRE America closing, but the writing was was definitely on the wall. I mean, the main factory can't shut down and keep its child in operation, basically, right? GRE lost their deal with the Linco, and there was no reason to keep the GRE brand in business anymore. So in 2014, GRE America also shut its doors, and I cannot believe it was that long ago. 2014, it's 2019 now, five years ago. So that's it, right? GRE Clothes Shop, GRE America, right? Child of GRE. Radio Shack had all these GRE radios and people were buying GRE. I have GRE equipment. Luckily, that same year, Whistler came in and purchased the rights to all of GRE's scanners and radio assets. Even some of GRE's employees moved over to Whistler. And this is a why that a lot of the GRE radios look just like uh, Whistler radios, right? Or vice versa. Whistler radios look a lot like the GRE Whistlers. And at the same time, too, Radio Shack got a brand new line of scanners with brand new numbers on them that looked exactly like the ones they just replaced. Because they were. They were just the Whistler model numbers of these GRE-manufactured scanners for Radio Shack. But Whistler even still supports the older GRE products, which is great, including upgrade pads for the old Pro 18, the Pro 668, and the PSR 800. So here's Whistler acquires the assets, and they're allowing you to upgrade the previous owner's equipment kind of to help bridge the gap and not leave these older units stranded. Because don't forget too, if you're used to the GRE line, you're going to feel right at home at Whistle because it's the exact same radio. So the GRE PSR-800 was pretty much a TRX-1 without the keypad. The TRX-2 was the GRE PSR-900 with the keypad. So again, they didn't really revolutionize anything here when they took over and came out these brand new model numbers. They took an existing design, they redid the firmware and redid the front panel, added a keyboard to it, and it's the same radio, more or less. But even with the TRX 1 and TRX 2, the similarities were typical with the other radio models that Whistler had in the new lineup, or even Radio Shack's brand new lineup. All the Radio Shack, GRE, and Whistler models were all clones, they all used the same programming software. They were pretty much the same guts, maybe a little bit of upgrades here and there, and in the same cases with new silkscreen on them. From the end user, this was good. This was great because you had a product that people loved and they can go out and buy it. They knew that their new parent company was taking care of the users. This was good for Whistler because now they had an immediate fan base again as well. So why do you think Whistler had issues working on the TRX 100 and 200? Let's talk about this again. GRE made radios for Radio Shack. What does this mean? Whistler made radios for Radio Shack. What happened to Radio Shack? In 2017, Radio Shack closed their doors, and with that, the entire distribution channel for these Whistler-branded Radio Shack scanners. And I'm sure that Whistler was making a ton of money from Radio Shack in selling these scanners. And if you really come to think about it, you had three Brands on the market in two manufacturers, the brands being Whistler, Uniden, and Radio Shack. And with Uniden being the oddball out here, and Whistler and Radio Shack being the same company, Whistler had access really to two-thirds of the scanner radio market. That's a huge share. I mean, if you're gonna buy a company. That already had a following. Whistler walked into this deal probably thinking, we'll take over GRE. I mean, they got scanners, they have an outlet, they have a distribution, they have a fan base. We're gonna get revenue because from Radio Shack, because Radio Shack's gonna sell our product. So it was almost like a no brainer to buy G R E, right? That's what you would think. But then, you know, Radio Shack goes out of business. So that's no good. The other problem I think that hurt Whistler, I mean, besides losing Radio Shack, was that they continue with the GRE line of Phase 1 only P25 radios. Like the PSR500, the PSR600, which became the WS1040 or the WS1065. These were the old Radio Shack Pro 197s and the Pro 106s. And to be honest with you, I'm really not up to the latest and current version because I stopped at the 106, 107, to be honest with you. But they were at the same price point as the unit in P25 scanners that started doing phase 2. So Whistler also got rid of the non-digital trunking scanners in their lineup. So no more PSR 300, 400, or the 310, 410. No RadioShack Pro 163, 164. I mean, that PSR 310, 410, that was great. That was like the only analog, um, you know, trunking scanner that went to EDAX and Motorola an LTR that actually had the object-oriented scanning in it. And Whistler got rid of that line. Basically telling you you can either have an entry-level scanner that was just conventional only, or our P25 scanners. So they cut out a whole part of the market is what they ended up doing with that. But again... If you went with one of the P25 scanners and you needed phase two, you were forced into the TRX1 and the TRX2, which cost more than the Uniden one, the Uniden 996P2 and the 325P2, right? But it was on par almost with the 436 and 536. I think it was a little bit more to be honest with you, but it included DMR and NXDN. So if you needed DMR and NXDN, you were about out of wash when it came to looking at the TRX1 and two versus the Uniden counterpart. But for most users out there, they only needed P25 Phase 2. so it became another struggle. Well, what do you want to buy? Well, what's easier to program? Which one do you like? And personally, admittedly, I did buy a GRE PSR 600 because I really liked my Radio Shack Pro 106 handheld. I wanted a mobile version of it, and you know, I I wanted to have the GRE product as opposed to the Radio Shack product this time around, because I think at this point the GRE one had a little bit more, uh, had something extra to it that you couldn't get with the Radio Shack. And I also think too that the GRE came with the programming cable, the Radio Shack didn't. But I, I had trouble with, it. I had trouble justifying spending three hundred fifty dollars on a Phase One P twenty five scanner when the Phase Two stuff was already on the market. But I bought it anyway because you know I've got the disease, so <laughs> why the heck not? But getting back to the topic at hand, we're not talking about my scanners anymore. We're talking about Whistler and what happened to TRX 100 200. Radio Shack going out of business pulled the rug out from underneath Whistler. And then again, this is my own opinion here. Some major revenue stream just lost, gone. So now Whistler only has their direct channels to sell their products, right? Their resellers, Scanner Master, Zip Scanner, Amazon, HRO, wherever it is that you buy your scanners from, wherever it is that you may be. They didn't have access to Rio Shack anymore. Did the collapse of Rio Shack have repercussions on the TRX 100 and 200? They might have, even though they went out of business in 2017 and this was released in 2018. Maybe the money wasn't flowing as fast as they thought it was going to flow or maybe things dried up. I mean, I personally, I miss the Radio Shack line apparently because I could always grab previous models at a super steep discount. Or when it was Black Friday, Radio Shack was doing pretty good on Black Friday sales as well. I mean, again, another side story. <laughs> I remember picking up both the, uh, the Pro 163 and the 164 when they were the current scanners for about ninety nine dollars. It was like a hundred dollars off. It was a Black Friday deal. I think I also picked up like the Pro 2052 and the 2055 for like twenty five dollars when they were just pushing them out the door. And even when Radio Shack was closing, they were giving away scanners. They were just giving them away. And Radio Shack was crazy. They would just take anything back. But again, we're talking about Whistler here, and not Radio Shack and everything else. But the GRE line, Whistle line, the Pro line, they're solid radios. They're great radios. They sound beautiful. I mean, I'm enjoying my TRX-1 and my TRX-2. I actually took them back out and, you know, I, I took my TRX-1 out. I just, I just honestly bought one a couple months ago and it sat on the corner of my desk, and i played with it a little bit, and i put it back in the corner, and, and, and now I'm really loving it. And I got my TRX-2 over on the other side of the room. I'm loving that radio. I wish I bought them earlier. And I really hope that Whistler does keep those units around. I also hope that Whistler doesn't decide to close up the scanner side of the business. But not only because their product is good, but it keeps pushing their competitors moving forward. They need, Uniden needs somebody there to help keep pushing them. If Whistler comes out with a better scanner, then you know the next one by Uniden is going to come out is going to be even better. And then Whistler will come out that's even better and Uniden will come out that's even better. I mean with Uniden sitting at, at the top now, the only game in town, basically, in this class of radio. They're going to keep these prices where they're going to keep them. And why come out with something new if you don't have to? What does this mean for the scanner radio hobby when it comes to hardware? Hardware. I want to know what you think, honestly. I'd love to hear from you, and let me know what you think of this. You can really go. You can go to ScannerSchool.com slash Session68 and leave me your comments on the page. If you're a member of our Facebook group, you can just chime in there and let us know what you think. ScannerSchool.com slash Facebook group. If you're on Twitter, you can tweet me. It's Scanner underscore School or better yet, just go to scannerschool.com slash Twitter, and I'll take you right there. We had to get a different name for Twitter. It drives me nuts. Somebody else had the name already, believe it or not. And she <laughs> wasn't using Twitter for any PG activities, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so anyway, I posted this also to YouTube when the news broke. I actually just jumped in my truck on uh on Friday, and I did a really, really quick YouTube video, and I've been getting comments over there. So if you haven't checked out that video, I'll also link to that video in our session notes, scannerschool.com session 68, or you can go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel, scannerschool.com slash YouTube. But really, Whistler, if you're listening, I hope you don't let the dream die. Keep plugging away, keep making great scanners, And I really want to see what it is that you guys have up your sleeve that you teased us with when you basically said the TRX 100 and 200 weren't going to happen. So before we wrap up, I want to thank our Patreon supporters, Scott Vorder, Craig Harper, Brian Southworth, Dan, James Felling, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, M.T. Bono, Mark Beebe, Raymond Hill, and William Arcand, and this week's newest Patreon supporter, Anthony Saggio. You can help support Scanner School month over month by visiting us at scannerschool.com support. Again, at the $5 level or above, you get the podcast early. Our Patreon supporters have already been able to listen to this episode before you if you're not a Patreon supporter. They've already got this episode in the bag. This episode is yesterday's news. So again, you can go to ScannerSchool.com slash support. And if you're in the market for a new scanner or you're an Amazon shopper, you can use the same link and help support Scanner School. And before I let you go this week, I want to remind you that you can subscribe to the podcast. Just take your phone out of your pocket and click the subscribe button on your podcast player of choice. If you liked Scanner School, do me a favor. Leave us a review on iTunes. That will help other people find this podcast, ScannerSchool.com slash iTunes. Again, Scanner School's Copyright 2019, Marlon Island, Inc. My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and this is Scanner School, where we're always here to help you learn more about the scanner radio hobby. We'll catch you all next Tuesday, 73 of one.